Hello and a warm welcome to Translate Stars podcast, a podcast created by language professionals for language professionals. Hi, um, today we are here. Uh, we are honored to to have the the presence of uh, Pavel Elin. Hi, Pavel. How are you doing? Hello, I'm fine. How are you? Good. I'm doing. I'm doing good as well. Um, for those of you who do not know Pavel. Pavel is a translator, a professional who has been in the industry for almost or, or uh, 20 years. He has worked as a translator, as a head of translation departments, as a consultant. And now he runs his own company, his own translation company. And probably you, you know him um, because of the good advice he, he gives to Uh, to freelancers on LinkedIn and um, mainly on marketing, on how to market yourself in, in, in the translation industry. And um, he has also published uh, a book uh, about that, that he, he can comment uh, in a moment. But Pablo, how, how do you define yourself? How would you introduce yourself if someone asks you, okay, but who is Pablo Elling? What would you say? Um, my 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 path in our industry started in 2007. I uh, started as a freelance translator. In 2010, I launched my first business in uh, our field. Um, in 2011, I uh, moved to Portugal okay. uh, and uh, became uh, CEO at Freelance LDA. Uh, still, uh, throughout my career, I always uh, keep in mind keep um, my uh, freelance translator experience, and it happened so that in 2019 I have a, I attended um, a workshop arranged by one uh, person who specialized uh, in um, LinkedIn and social uh, marketing. So it was a start for me to launch my LinkedIn blog. And to use my experience uh, both as a freelance translator and as a manager of uh, various um, translation companies to provide uh, our colleagues, uh, provide uh, freelance translators and interpreters with um, advice, with some tips and recommendations, with some content that they consider helpful for uh, developing uh, their career. So yes, today, Uh, I can say that uh, I am uh, a consultant, uh, a coach, um, and for me, it's something that I do because I like it. I really like to be helpful to other people. I am really glad when I know that my um, advice uh, helps someone to avoid some troubles or to reach better results in their work. Uh, so basically, it's... Uh, a sort of introduction that I can uh, provide about myself. Yeah, that's great. And, and I can assure you that, I mean, I read your posts and they are always useful. You don't only share posts, but you share also spreadsheets on how to do things. So that's super useful for, for anyone in, in the industry. Um, these days, everybody's talking about the situation, the, the, well, the war in Ukraine, You're a Russian citizen, but a, a citizen of the world as well. As you were saying, you like to, to help everybody. You have already expressed your opinion and you are against any type of wars, any type of violence, of course. Um, some countries 
have started passing uh, sanctions on on Russia, and and you as as Russian have you have you had any impact on your business as a translator, or that or it hasn't affected you? As for me, uh, and I am sure you understand me very well, this situation is very difficult. Uh, first of all, because I am uh, not against uh, wars, I am against unmotivated aggression of uh, Vladimir Putin in the Ukraine. Uh, but also as a Russian, I, uh, you know, you know the feeling that uh, you read this news and you understand that it's all about your country and. Um, when I left Russia in 2011, political reasons were among uh, the reasons why I decided to move to another country because I saw uh, that uh, Russia was on not on a good way. So first of all, uh, it's really uh, hard for me mentally to realize that uh, my home uh, country my, uh, kills people in uh, Ukraine and. Uh, I it it it, it is it is uh, it is a tragedy for me too personally because I um, I have friends colleagues in uh, Ukraine and from Ukraine and uh, our uh, nations are interconnected. Speaking in terms of businesses, um, uh, I think the only difference is that uh, today we. Uh, stopped working with uh, Russian uh, translators residing in Russia. We stopped working with Russian companies. Uh, on one hand, we uh, try our best to support our Ukrainian colleagues. So we, uh, as many as there are many uh, talented uh, translators who provide uh, translations into Ukrainian, Russian, and some other Eastern European languages. So we fo mainly focus on our work with them. And secondly, because of uh, the sanctions and restrictions imposed on Russia, um, it, uh, we, 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 um, we do not want to uh, be in such situation when we are not able to pay for some services. Uh, so as, as for now, I, I, I can say that our uh, collaboration with uh, the Russian vendors of language services is stopped. Uh, speaking of customers, uh, we do not have uh, many clients in Russia due to uh, price uh, differences in prices. So in I, I, I don't I, I, we do not observe any uh, changes uh, here. So mainly only in our vendor relations. Okay, that that, that that's interesting, and yeah, and, and it's nice to know that you you are supporting the, the your colleagues in in Ukraine and, and Ukrainian translators. At least um, it, it is the least uh, at least something we can do uh, here today. But because um, of course we would like to uh, do more, but uh, the share of uh, Russian projects and Ukrainian projects in the total volume of free language projects is not very big because yeah. we mainly focus on East, Western European languages and uh, Eastern European language. The demand for Eastern European languages uh, is uh, almost always is lower than uh, for Western languages. Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely, no, uh, I understand that. Um, yeah, but let's let's see. I mean, at, at least trying to to help it's already something. 
and yeah, and keeping the um, keeping the the professional relationship with them and and keeping things going on for them, I think it's it's super important. Even if probably they must be thinking on on other things and not just working, but yeah, uh, at least what they would like to to have, I'm sure they they will will love having is having their job when this thing is over so i mean you know you know it uh, it it is uh, really impressive but uh, the majority of ukrainian uh, freelance linguists keep working um th there may be some delays in deliveries due to the situation it's uh, totally understandable uh, and when i spoke to uh, some of uh, my ukrainian colleagues and our partners in Ukraine, almost every company, almost every professional uh, asked uh, to, to, to not to stop work, not to wait uh, for, 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 for some better days, because obviously they uh, need to keep going, uh, they, need, they have their expenses, and in many situations, many uh, uh, Ukrainian companies and many uh, freelancers in Ukraine try to support uh, their um, people with money and they desperately uh, need such support in the form of uh, work and projects. Absolutely, yeah, I understand. Um, let's go back to the topic of marketing. Um, as a humanist, Pavel, uh, you commit part of your busy life to give uh, to giving advice to, to translators about marketing, let's say about how to sell themselves. But why is that or why do you think is that important for translators? Uh, first of all, I hate this phrase to uh, sell oneself because we it's not about slavery, it's about uh, providing services. Um, I think um, it is important for uh, marketing, is important for uh, every freelance uh, linguist, for every translator and interpreter because uh, today um, it's it's not enough to be to have uh, high skills, high language skills. Uh, our market is highly competitive, and we should always uh, invest our money to promote our services, to uh, let our uh, to, to let more customers know about uh, our services, our languages, solutions that we, we can offer, and it's not something. Uh, optional. Uh, marketing uh, became an uh, obligatory thing for freelancers a long time ago. And um, it is it is not uh, something additional. It's an integral part of uh, freelancers' work in the market of translations and language services. Absolutely. I agree with you. And, and, um, and I mean, uh, I am I am 44 now, and in my time, there was no social media or anything like that. And uh, things have changed a lot. And now, if if you want to to be seen, if you want to to dif differentiate from the others, you you need to to have those skills as part of your yeah as part of the other skills that that you uh, uh, apart from the the language skills that you must have uh, as a translator. You know, Alfonso, in uh, my advisory, I uh, always learn uh, a lot, and uh, even um, and and, and you you are absolutely right that today um, all of us 
need to uh, invest time uh, and uh, invest forces into uh, into our personal marketing. Uh, it can be social marketing, uh, it can be uh, other types of marketing, but uh, we all must must uh, do it. We all must promote ourselves. We all uh, need to work on our personal brands. Absolutely. That's a very good advice um, to start with. Um, in your experience, what would you say are the most common errors uh, made by freelancers who who just start, for example, and who are desperate to, uh, trying to find a job? Uh, from my point of view, the worst error made by many language professionals uh, is around self-positioning. Um, I advise all uh, independent language professionals to understand one crucial thing. Uh, freelancers are not employees. Uh, customers are not employers. And it's wrong. It's a mistake uh, to try to establish uh, such type of relations uh, that exist uh, with the frameworks of permanent employment. Uh, as we have just spoken with you, uh, today uh, things are di different. And uh, to be a freelancer means to be an entrepreneur. It, it's a small business consisting of one person. Still, it has all characteristics of any other businesses. And those uh, freelancers who uh, understand and accept this uh, position, this point of view, usually uh, they succeed uh, in their work. Those uh, language professionals who still uh, think about their business and their customer relations in terms of uh, permanent deployment, uh may have may face some uh, troubles and difficulties absolutely yeah i mean it's the relationship between freelancers and the agencies employers it's uh, yeah it's quite complicated but yeah what do you think will be the three most important pieces of advice you would give uh, to a translator who's looking for for a job uh, the first, uh, the first one is: do not look look for jobs. Stop doing it. Stop looking uh, for translation projects. Start offering services. Your dentist uh, is not in search for teeth. Um, uh, your dentist offer profession offers professional uh, services and solutions uh, for clients. The second point: uh, do not try to attract uh, new clients' attention with low rates and discounts. It's wrong because even, um, because even if you find such clients for whom it is uh, important, uh, who are in search for vendors with lower rates, uh, you are not able to establish healthy business relations with, with such customers. They will always continue searching for new vendors with, uh, whose rates are even lower. And the third uh, portion, and the third part of my advice uh, is to focus on such things that are interesting for you. Uh, to choose such subject fields, uh, to choose such specializations that are truly interesting. Because when we do something that is not interesting for us, 
when we feel ourselves bored with uh, our work, uh, the results uh, won't be uh, as good as they may be when we uh, totally focus on, uh, on uh, things that we do in our professional life. I absolutely agree with you. And actually, um, some of the last uh, publications you, you, or posts you have shared are very interesting because it, they teach um, mainly, uh, well, those who are starting how to find the, the right, um, the, the right, let's say, the, the, the right projects for them. So it's not, what I see very often is uh, freelancers sending like, <laughs> 200 emails to whomever, and they do not even care about what they are going to do. So what you said about establishing healthy relationships and working, doing what they like to do, that's super important. And it's not just about sending 100 emails that are not personalized and things like that. that that's not going to work and probably they, they won't receive any, any answer. Um, I have one last question uh, for you, which, uh, I usually make uh, people who I, I talk with, and it's I'm always curious to know the tools that you consider most important in your um, daily life as a professional translator or as a, or as a business manager in, in your case. I can uh, name two tools that I consider very important uh, in our field. Uh, it may uh, sound like a joke, but uh, the first tool, uh, I recommend to use more often, to, I recommend all language professionals to use uh, more often, is uh, Microsoft Excel. Uh, this software uh, can really save your time, can really allow, uh, it, it allows you to uh, automate a lot of things, uh, thus you can uh, save your time to spend on other things. And uh, the second tool, uh, it is one of my favorite tools. It is Notepad++. It is, um, the, I think, the simplest localization tool one can imagine. But it's uh, really powerful um, in, um, for, for, for our uh, purposes in, in terms of working on various translation and localization projects that are somehow connected with websites, applications, and uh, so on, because uh, this um, tool, this application allows to open almost every possible file uh, to find uh, what is required. And uh, it is very color colorful. Uh, it helps you to find necessary information um, in thousands of, uh, of code uh, lines. Uh, and um, I, I always advise um, language professionals to have both tools at hand and to use uh, these tools because um, it, uh, in order to make, uh, in order to solve some tasks in a more effective and less time consuming way. Perfect, yeah, fantastic. I, I, I also agree with you. I mean, um, automation is key uh, with spreadsheets, with Excel or whatever you want to use, but yeah, people should learn more about automation, about tools like Zapier that also help you automating things and uh, not having to, to copy paste and uh, or, or, or things like that. So that's super important for, for translators. 
And then, yeah, that translation uh, uh, tool that helps you opening any uh, any type of file or anything like that, that's vital in, in our job to keep consistency and things like that. Pavel, it has been a pleasure talking to you. It has been a pleasure learning uh, from you again. I strongly recommend people to, to follow you. Um, you um, please remind us the, the, the name of the book you have published, which the people can find on Amazon, for example. My book is available on LinkedIn and, uh, and on Amazon. It is called Effective Email Marketing for Freelance Linguists. This book is uh, something I am really proud of because uh, I managed to uh, summarize and put together everything I, that I know about sending emails uh, in the field of translations and language services. Uh, I also receive uh, positive feedback for, from my readers. You can find uh, some of um, some comments uh, um, in the article about the book on LinkedIn. So you can um, see what people really think about um, recommendations and advice provided in this book. Uh, and yes, it's also available on Amazon since uh, I, 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 I finally, finally I was able to um, create uh, the paperback version in February. So uh, since the beginning of March, uh, one can um, order the book both in electronic format or as a paperback. Um, Pavel is so nice that in in a, in one of his posts he even offered himself to to help people who want to publish a book to know what the process he has gone through. So even if you have questions, even if you are thinking of publishing a book, ask Pavel. He will be able to to give you good wise advice to avoid making mistakes or. or yes, or... I know that a lot of our colleagues. A lot of freelance translators uh, write something, uh, write their books, but sometimes uh, not all of them uh, are ready to publish uh, their books. Um, I know that uh, some people struggle with uh, some publication issues. And I, I will tell that directly, I am not going to uh, hide uh, or to lie. It took time for me to publish my book on Amazon. So in case uh, if someone needs some helps, uh, I will, I'm here. I'm really here to help you out with uh, some of uh, with their interface. Uh, and uh, you're always welcome. Perfect, Pavel. Uh, for those of you uh, listening or watching this interview, we will have the the um, the URL to to the book, so so you can take a look at it. And um, again, Pavel, thank you very much for, for your time. We know you are a busy person. Um, thank you very much for, for your advice. Keep publishing good content on, on LinkedIn because it's very helpful for, for professionals. And another thing that I wanted to, to share with our audience is that um, you will be creating soon uh, some courses on, on Translate Stars. So we will have the opportunity to 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 learn with you and 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 yeah and, and to enjoy uh, your contents so yeah thank you very much thank also. you for this invitation it was a pleasure for me to speak to you today 
And yes, I am uh, waiting for the day when we launch these uh, courses on uh, on your platform. It's an important step for me in my development as a consultant. Yeah. So let's stay in touch and share more wonderful things with uh, our followers. Perfect. Have a great day. Uh, yeah, and thank you very much again for, for everything. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.